Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network. If you're watching on Twitter, make sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Subscribe. You can get notified every time we go live six days a week. Zach Bodenstein with the boys from the fourth period. Dave Peñota, Dennis Bernstein. Good morning to you both. I think you know where I want to start, right? It was a crazy overtime game. Very exciting. Let's talk about Nashville and Anaheim. It was... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, bad joke. Because there's no jokes when we're talking about a 9-8 game, right? That was uh, one that we all stayed up for, Dave and I particularly later. But DB, uh, I want to start with you because obviously you're at all the home games 9-8, 9-8, Kings Kraken, incredible game, just back and forth, no defense, no penalty killing, no goaltending. I think I pretty much just summed it up, but just tell us about what the vibe was like in crypto and kind of your overall thoughts on that crazy game. Oh, did we lose him? Oh, I think we might have an audio issue there, but as, as he gets on to... Look, that game, Zach, that game was nuts. I, I was, um, <clears throat> I actually just flew back uh, into Toronto. So I was catching the end of it. And uh, that was just, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. The eight goals in the second period. Who anticipated that? Six goals in the first? Um, just just bonkers. Um, yeah, defense optional. Uh, goaltending questionable. Um, Martin Jones, give Seattle credit. He was in there for all eight. I think he's the first, I believe he was the first goalie since Mike Vernon in 91 to give up eight goals in a game and still come out with a W. So impressive on that side of things, certainly. Uh, But, I mean, one of the issues, and and DB can attest to this, that the Kings have had all season is defense. And DB, that's been an area that they just, they can't seem to figure out how to, get back on track like they were good last season and this season I don't get it well the Kings and Kraken ruined uh, <laughs> the World Cup for everybody right yeah it's not even a thing <laughs> oh we lost them again I guess yeah so a l- little bit of little bit of audio issues there See, even the even the even the the mics can't figure out how the hell they scored 17 goals last night yeah. <laughs> in in Los in Los Angeles um, as they try to get that going. Um, yeah, again, just Zach, just nuts. Just I don't think anybody. I mean, if you took the over, you were you were happy about 22 minutes into the game. Yeah, you won uh, it times two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just. I mean, that, that was a game we're not going to see for a while. And, and for those who actually got to be there, um, you know, certainly a little envious of you because to have 17 goals in a game uh, is just us. Like I was looking at some of the other ones going, okay, Calgary smokes Florida at home 6-2. 
the Jets beat Colorado 5-0. I was like, all right, these games, like, that's amazing to see those types of, uh, those types of outbursts and everything. And Washington coming out with Ovi uh, getting two when they, they put up six goals in the game. But to get 17 goals in that game, Zach, um, man, I, for those who were there, awesome. For those who watched it, good for you because you, that was a treat. It was crazy. And, and how many go- how many of those goals were backdoor tap-ins, right? Like, we, we talk about the uh, goaltending of the Kings, and yes, it's been an issue between Quick and Peterson, but they're giving him no help. And as great as Drew Doughty looks with the puck, you know, there are times without the puck, he's getting beat, everybody's getting beat. They've got, you know, six or seven quality defensemen, but, you know, as a unit, it's not really clicking right now, so the Kings are giving up quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, well, they're... They're more offensive, offensive-minded guys. Like Sean Dersey's not a not a shutdown guy. You know, Sean Walker's. It took him a little while to get back into it. He's not. He's not shutting anybody down either. DB and I mean Matt Roy is yeah. supposed to be the guy that can play that, but he's been more offensive than anything. And they're loaded on the right side, which is why Brant Clark was on conditioning or is on a conditioning. He's probably going to go to World Junior. They're going to figure that out. Um, but they're loaded on that right side. They don't have anyone on that left. If they can get, I don't know, somebody like a physical guy, Jacob Chikrin, um, <laughs> maybe maybe that would maybe. help. And he could still contribute offensively if you want to go there. Or go, go get Gavrikov out of, um, out of uh, Columbus because he's the guy you yeah. want. But, I mean, DB, uh, any, any three of us could have been out there and at least tried to block a couple freaking shots yeah. on the crack. Yeah, and the other guy would be Provorov from Philadelphia. Right. I mean, that would be oh. more pricely. But yep. look, I, I know people have been talking you know, about, oh, you know, fire top. They don't play any defense and not committed. When you get goaltending like that, like, you know, the goaltending has been atrocious, absolutely atrocious. And I, I don't know what happened to Cal Peterson, but his his confidence is shot. Uh, I don't know if I'd play him anymore. The roster is jacked up. You've getting guys on the right side. I'll give you an example. The Dursey Matt Roy pair. Yeah, Sean Dursey is a high risk guy and he makes mistakes. But if you look at Matt Roy's season, Matt Roy had 44 turnovers last year, uh, giveaways, and he's got 24 this season. Like that's that's almost double last season. Nobody's been good at this point in time. So that's part of the issue. That's part of the challenge. And just the roster, when the bottom six does, they don't really have a stopper line either. So when they need to put yeah. out a, 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 a line to stop a, a team in the last couple of minutes of a game, it's got to be Kopitar. It's got to be Dano. It's not. Yeah. It's usually a bottom six, you know, type of team. So yeah, Rob's got to make some moves here at some point in time because it when you have breakdowns like that and you guys playing out of position and you have a guy like Edler who's probably should be playing twelve minutes and some nights he's playing twenty. They have to reconstitute the blue line. Number one, even if they did, guys, if the goaltending is going to be like this, they're missing the playoffs. It's as simple as that. The one saving grace. Is that the Pacific is rotten right now. It's not a good yeah. division at all. And the Kings are in the playoffs. Why people are like, oh, well, you know, Tosh, he, he should be got they have a better record than last season, actually, by one game. And I, I don't know how you coach goaltending. It's it's impossible. I, I think a lot of this lays on Rob Blake and just the fact that he went into the season gambling that a guy like Sean Walker, who missed an entire season due to an ACL and MCA tear, could go over to the left side and play left side D. That work they played that they played that line for maybe eight games and now they've switched it around. Now Sean Darcy's playing out of position. So as Dave mentioned, like go get a legitimate left side defenseman, a top four guy who can play 20 minutes. I think that'll solve a lot of the problems. But again, if Peterson and Quick are gonna play like this, guys, it's Kings fans won't have to saw you know save up for playoff tickets. Keep smashing the LA overs. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it, it's it, the decor itself has been problematic. We talked about the goaltending already. You'd like to see more from the forwards, right, coming back to help. But when you've got Kopitar yeah. and Bruno down the middle, yeah. that might be as good as it gets, you know, uh, in terms of a two-way game. And it just hasn't been there. The penalty kill has been a mess, DB. They are not killing penalties right now. They're, of course, they're not getting the goaltending, but you'd like to see them help out more. A lot of backdoor goals just going in, and uh, uh, obviously the Kings have some things to address. Uh, so uh, that's the latest on a 9-8 game last night between the Kraken and the Kings, an absolutely wild game. I don't think it'll get crazier than that for at least the next few years. Um, another game that was tighter last night, guys, was the Bruins and the Bolts. And that was a rematch from the week before. Uh, it still went Boston's way on home ice. Boston 13-0 at TD Garden. But this one was closer. Uh, a lot of pushback from both teams. They get the win from Swayman. Now they know that they kind of got Jeremy Swayman in a groove. They can rely on both goaltenders. Uh, Dave... That was a great game and uh, certainly two teams that we like to to look at going forward and certainly like to touch as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jack Edwards being a Jack, you know what, aside for his comments on uh, on Pat Maroon. Um, look, Boston, Boston's just rolling. And, uh, you know, Tampa, you figure – so you can't camp Tampa out um, in terms of the success that they're going to have throughout the season. Because you've got Vassy, you've got Hedman, you've got Kucherov and Stankos and Point and so on and so on up front. Yeah. Um, but they're going to go through their peaks and valleys. And this is a team that has played a, a ton of hockey and in the last few years. So they're going to have those those up and down moments. Those It's going to be a bit of a roller coaster ride of the season for them in terms of being top echelon. So when you've got a team like Boston that is right now – and is going to continue to be top echelon in the league. Um, you know, you kind of you kind of go either way. I, I was I thought Boston was going to come out of this one. I thought it was going to be um, you know a tight a, a tight game, but I wouldn't have been shocked if Tampa was able to kind of roll through it. But the goal up and down the lineup, goaltending has been great. They're getting contributions on both sides. The Boston Bruins are, and they're getting points from you know the the right guys. And again, contract to your pasta. Um, Overall, you ride the crap out of that. Oh, yeah, you maybe maybe you miss a game, but you make up for it in the other ones. He's one of the I think he's what top three, top four in the league in scoring right now, something like that. So he's he's got a message that he's sending. Pay me. Um, well, bank on him because maybe he'll eleven help million. You out as well. Eleven yeah. million, right? Yeah, at, at, at least at this point. Yeah, yeah. And look, Boston. I keep saying they can't play at this clip. But they keep playing at this clip. 864 win yeah. percentage? Like, that's that's crazy. And here again, here's why. Like, what they have down the middle. They have Bergeron, Krejci, and Charlie Coyle. Charlie Coyle, again, he's not a 2C. So when David Krejci wasn't there and they tried other combinations, it just didn't work. Krejci comes back. Any surprise? But again, and I know Montgomery's done a good, great job, boys. But this was a 107-point team last season. This wasn't some yeah. bum team. that This wasn't Buffalo. Like, this is an excellent team. Now they got uh, Krejci back. And I, I mentioned this before. They have Krejci and Bergeron, I think, at a combined $3.5 million cap hit. Yeah. Like, what team gets that benefit? Like, they're the only ones. So that what does that mean? If they need another score and they don't, because at this point, Taylor Hall's on the third line. Taylor Hall's on your third line. I know he's not, like, the MVP guy anymore. He's on your third line. you got a damn good, deep team. And this is what this team is. They get into goaltending now. The uh, McAvoy's back. This is going to be a dangerous team because what do we talk about with this team every time depth it forward they don't have enough scoring it's a one-line team it's only the perfection line not anymore this is a very very different boston bruins team this season 
Might need some defensive help, though, because how much can you rely on guys like Grizzlick and Carlo to be in your lineup for, I mean, they've already missed time, so we can't say 82, but, uh, you know, as we get down the stretch to playoff time. But you're right, DB. Getting scoring from everyone. They had two from Taylor Hall yesterday, so Bruins extend their home winning streak. A team that's not so hot right now. Are the Florida Panthers bad? Like, what do we make of the Florida Panthers? <laughs> <laughs> they lose another game and I'm not going to fault them for losing a back-to-back in Calgary, but like the way they did it, the way they've been losing games, the way they lost that game in Edmonton, yeah. the overall showing of Bobrovsky. I know they're not healthy right now and they probably will be healthy, you know, later on down the stretch. Barkov will be uh, back soon, but Duclair hasn't played all game. They weave Rudy Balsers. DB, I don't know what to make of Florida. Like it's a tough division this year. Uh, what's your take on Florida? Again, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by this Panthers team right now. They've given up more goals than the Sabres or the Oilers. So they're not a good defensive team. It's as simple as that. McKenzie, you know, you talk about the changes and Kachuk's been great for them and he replaced Uber. McKenzie Weger, that's that, that's a big miss. And and you look yeah. at their bottom 4D and you have Mark Stahl and Brandon Montour, who's had a great season, Gudis. I'm not sure about the quality of the bottom four defense. I know that top now that Aaron Eckblatt's back. The quality up top with Forsling and Eckblatt, I'm not worried about that. It's just a a very – we talk about Boston being different. This is a different Florida Panthers team. It's not the same team. I, I think what that gets that gets caught up is that, oh, man, you know, that you, you won by so many – you know, last year was su- such a breeze offensively, and now they're trying to adjust defensively. This is, this is not fantasy hockey. I, I know everybody plays fantasy hockey. You just can't plug and play. It's a different team than – not really getting the goaltending. I don't know what to do with Bob. Barkov's been out for a couple of games. Um, it's, but I wouldn't worry about it at game twenty-five, Zach, because yeah. you know yeah. they walked through everybody last year and where it got them. It got them spanked by Tampa. So I, I think that it's a new coach with, with significant players that have changed. Plus, they still don't have to clear. And you know, Dave put it up on fourth period. They're going to have to make some cap moves to to get Duclair in there. So this is a team in transition. Um, it's yeah. not a better team right now, but if they don't fix the, the again, like the Kings, if they don't defend, fix their defense, like they're going to be sweating a playoff spot once we get to March and April. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This season is drunk, guys. Yeah, like that's it. Right. teams that are supposed to be doing that's well. Yeah, like New Jersey's all over the league. Nobody expected that. Detroit's in the first wild card seed right now. <clears throat> Nobody expected that. The Rangers are amazing one game and garbage for the next three. I mean, nobody ex- like all up and down. Like what the hell's going on in Seattle? I still can't get over that. Like there's. There's so many ups and downs this season. Eventually, things start to even out. But, you know, DB's right. Like, the Panthers, there's a there's like a – I guess there's a bit of cause for concern because they're just over 500 right now. But I think overall, as the season progresses, let's wait till we see where we are at game 50, game 60, you know, in the season for this team because the talent is there. It's it, – it, you know, sometimes it takes a, a little bit extra to, to get going. And and but they're you know Dennis is right in, in 
one respect, well, in a few of them, I guess you're kind of right once in a while. But on the D, you're right. The loss of Mackenzie Weger definitely hurt them, and they haven't been able to fill that defensive void. Um, so we'll see what happens there with Bill Zito. They got to make some kind of move. They got to clear up cap space. There was an understanding with Patrick Hornquist that you know they would try not to move him after they brought him in. They may not have a choice at 5.4 million, probably piss him off. Um, yeah. but you know, handshake and, agreement and, you only yeah. goes so far, I guess. Yeah. The, uh, the other point, Zach, I want to make is that you know, they've split the net, right? Knight yeah. and Bobrovsky have played 12 games each. Like one, Bobrovsky started 12, Knight started. You look at the numbers, you, you can't split the net anymore. Like Bob's 878, 384 goals against, and Knight's 914, 274. Now you can say the team's playing better in front of him. You have to look at the competition both have faced. But with those numbers, with such disparity, Spencer Knight should be the guy. I don't care if the guy's making 10 million because you know what? Here's the thing. You take 25 games to kind of figure out your team for everybody. And then you got to start winning games. Like the experiments are over. The maybes are over. You got to go with your best players every night. And if I'm Maurice, I'm turning to Spencer Knight for the line share of the work right now because Bob's just not delivering the goods for me. Knight's been making a lot of great stops, like even beyond the numbers. I think he passes the eye test for sure. So Panthers not so hot. Winnipeg, the one time all of us take them, right? With plus money, they screw us. So I'm a little <laughs> mad at the Panthers. And, and they probably screwed a lot of parlays yesterday, shutting out the abs 5-0. They're looking really good right now. They're 14-6-1. They've had Ehlers for like two games. Kyle Connor, DB's pick for the uh, Rocket Richard, he hasn't even been tremendous. So yeah. it's just looking right now in Winnipeg. Are we believers in Winnipeg, Dave? Like what, what do we make of the Jets this year? Welcome back, Connor Hellebuck. Yep, bingo. <laughs> There you go. There you go. I mean, that's that's the key. Uh, when you don't have, you know, Shifley's been good from from a goal production perspective. Kyle Connor, we're still waiting on DB. I don't know about that one, but he's getting points. Uh, he's got thirteen assists. He's the yeah, he's, yeah, he's up there. Um, exactly. I picked Austin. He's not going to win it this year no. unless he goes on a on a crazy tear. So I thought he was going to double up, but the hell do I know? Um, this this is. This is a team that that their depth is really kicking in. And when you're getting ridiculous goaltending and like top-tier seller goaltending again from your number one guy, that helps because the confidence kind of spreads out in front of you. And all of a sudden you're playing with that, you know, an extra, you're playing with more confidence. You don't have to worry about the guy behind you. you there's all these different elements that come into play just from a mind perspective that that kind of helps you put put you over the top. So this team is is certainly without question you know rolling but a big contributing factor as to why is without without question you know their their goaltending you look at this team from even a secondary scoring side of things it, it's not elite like their top guys are getting things done but they're not really like i'm trying to look at their some of their stats right now and there, there's nobody that's really jumped out at you going wow this guy is, i'll, I'll is, give you one i'll give you one Jack Morrissey. who's Who's tied for second in scoring in defense? Josh Morrissey. Yeah. Adam okay. And just behind Carlson. Like, are you kidding me? Like this guy, and he's won overtime games. Like, you know, the game in, yeah. in Dallas where all the Jet fans, oh, we got screwed. The helmet came off. You won 
the game. They actually won the game because Morrissey came down the ice <laughs> and scored a great goal. So stop complaining about that much. I mean, if, if you lose a playoff spot by one point because Dallas got that one point and you lose to Dallas, I guess so. But they've been – and to Dave's point, they win a lot of close games. Yeah. They have won a lot of close games. That, last night, notwithstanding. Well, no. yeah, but, but right. <laughs> But last night, take away last night, their goal differential going into last night was plus 10. Like, and they were, what, 13th and 1. Winning a lot of close games, really good at home. Home ice advantage again. They used to be a really great home ice team, guys, and they, they weren't for a couple of seasons. Now they are. They're 8-2-0 on, on, at home. They're 1-7. Are they for real? I guess so. They can't stand another injury, though. That That's the one thing. At today's yeah. point, the depth isn't there. So if one of their big no. guys, another guy gets hurt, uh, I, I don't see how they're going to score enough goals. But, you know, I, I guess Rick Bonus knows what he's doing with respect to coaching. I mean, he goes up there. It was a, it was a mess, right? Because everybody said that was up there. And it's not a mess all of a sudden. Everybody's happy. Wheeler's really producing as well. He's been great for this team. And yeah. I know they took the C off him. But this is a team that wins a lot of close games. So the question is, is that sustainable? And they haven't played a lot of games. They've only played 21. They played one of the lowest amounts. But last night was a shocker. But they were the better team without question. Because you know what? Teams like this that people write off right away, the more they like Seattle, too. The more they win, the more confidence they get. So when they get to game 40, if they're still playing at this level, they're going to be hanging around the whole season. So last thing about last night, then we'll get into tonight's games and just run through them quickly. Uh, Alex Ovechkin still going strong. My aunt came over the other day. She doesn't watch hockey. She said, is, is Ovechkin still good? I go, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's 101, yeah, he's 101 goals back now of catching Gretzky. That could happen, you know, I would say we're at the end of 2022. Now, by 2025, that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. he, posted, he passed him for most road goals yesterday, DB, and – you know, Ovi still going strong on the West Coast yesterday, had a pair, could have had a lot more. Like, he was just firing from all angles, and, you know, Ovi's still going strong. So uh, how realistic do you think it is by, let's say, 2025 that Ovi is the all-time goals leader in the NHL? He signed the contract to be that, right? That's why he yeah. signed to that extension. The only yeah. reason, his legacy cemented. He's, he's a Hall of Famer. He's won a Stanley Cup. What else does he need to do? He needs to break that record. He's going to play. And he's not slowing down, Zach. That's what you mentioned. And that's even without Backstrom. Now he's playing with Kuznetsov. You just look, you put him on the power play, you put him at the top of the circle in his office, he's going to get, what, 13 to 15 power play goals every season. He'll get another 15 to 20 uh, at even strength. That's 35 goals, three seasons. So you're right. He, he's going to play till he breaks his. It's as simple as that. Unless it's some catastrophic injury, he will continue to play. He will break the record. And that's a great thing to see. I think the first guy that will greet him on the ass will be Wayne Gretzky. Uh, I think, well, I don't think. It, it, Wayne's on the record of rooting for him to break his record, which is great. So, yeah, yeah he's he's going to do it, Zach. It's just a question of what game and against which opponent. Yeah. One of the best players of all time, plain and simple. And one of the best goal scorers ever, plain and simple. Um, so to to break the record and to get to, to get the record for most road games, uh, road goals, excuse me, <clears throat> is – I mean, it was coming. We all knew it was yeah. it was coming, just like this one's going to come by twenty twenty five. So let's say the rest of this season. So he's sitting at he's sitting at thirteen goals now. So what what are we projecting here, boys? Is he going to hit forty? Can he get close to forty? Yeah. So yeah, let's so say so another twenty seven goals. You know, he's sitting. At, he'll be at a hundred eight eight ten or something. No, more than that. Eight twenty, eight thirty something. So like he's gonna he's gonna get there probably. Let's say season before. after next. Yeah, like season before we next. hit 
before the calendar year of 2025, like a 24-25 season. I think in those first couple of months there, uh, I think he's going to be able to pull this off. Now, I mean, maybe his 50 goal – and he had 50 last season, so I don't want to discredit it and say maybe his 50 goals a season is is behind him. Um, But if he's putting up 35-40 towards the tail end of his career, um, I mean, he's going to hit it. So – all the power to him. Two goals last night against it. He was, you know, Vancouver pulled their goalie with like five minutes left in the game, six minutes left in the game. And Ovi was out there. He changed his stick. He brought another one in so he could try to pot in the Hattie um, on the open net. He couldn't pull it off. Um, but we talked about up and down seasons. Like Vancouver, make up your freaking mind. Like, are, are you guys, are you back? Are you able to compete? Or are you just going to mail it in? Like, I don't know what the hell that performance was last night. Yeah, it wasn't good. Against, against Washington. That was Jack Edwards bad. Like that, that was not, that was not good. The Kings, the Kings and Kraken thought they played bad defense. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like they, they still have to address that. And yeah, okay. It was cute. They won three in a row, but you know, they got Florida coming up next. Like this Vancouver team still has no idea what the hell their identity is. And they got to figure that out. But from Washington's side of things, they threw everything at them. They came ready to play. And you know, they got four goals on Spencer Martin, who was playing better. And now all of a sudden there's all this BS talk about what happens with Demko and is Martin the guy and this, that, and the other. I mean, it's always something in Vancouver. It's Typical snowing. Vancouver. Yeah, it, it was snowing last night. It was like five centimeters on the ground and nobody knew what the hell to do outside. Um, hopefully everybody was okay because it did look rough. Uh, but this is, this is a team that, you know, Vancouver, they got to figure out their identity. And Washington – with with Ovi, I mean they're gonna they're gonna roll, but Washington is one of those teams that I gotta Struggle. wonder, guys. Yeah, is this is this regress mode for them? I know they're injured, they got injuries, but what's gonna happen here for the rest of the season? Can they climb back and be in the legit race? Or are they gonna be looking at some of their guys on this team that are pending UFAs like Nick Jensen and, and you know, like Orlov and Trevor Van Riemsdyk on the back end, Lars Eller up front, Connor Sheary. Uh, Marcus Johansson, are, are these guys going to be, you know, tradable assets or are they going to help this team get back into a legit playoff discussion to be continued? Yeah, Canucks knew the defense coming into the season was problematic. And Bo Horvat contract year, they've got most of the core locked in. A Kuznenko contract year. So a lot of question marks in Vancouver. And, and just quick, like that deal for Rupe Hints. Like if I'm Patrick Alvine, I'm throwing anything near me. Going, are you kidding me? Damn it! Now we can like the argument now for Horvat to get eight plus is that much more? Oh yeah, is that stronger? So and they didn't want to do it. Like they gave him a bad offer to start um, in the off season, and then it just hasn't gone from there. So they I mean, they got to figure that out. And then Kuzmenko's a UFA, and uh, tough times in Van. Yeah, lots to figure out for Vancouver. Let's run through tonight's games quickly. Uh, Sharks and Leafs in Toronto. SJ plus 140. Toronto's minus 300. Matt Murray has won five of the last six. And the Leafs are just rolling right now. Uh, The Sharks played last night. Maybe that plays a factor. Dave, is this going to be as one-sided as everybody in Vegas thinks it's going to be? Or do you think the Sharks have a little bit of a chance in this one? Well, it looks like Ilya Samsonov is going to get the, the starting net tonight. He was in the starters net at practice a few minutes ago. So it looks like they haven't confirmed it yet, not that I've seen. Um, at least Sheldon Keith hasn't yet. But it uh, looked like he's going to be um, the guy in net. And 
I don't know if look back to backs are always tough. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I, I, I got the Leafs on this one on the money line, and I got Mitch Marner keeping it going. Like I think he's gonna just to piss some people off in Toronto. Yeah. Some of the yeah. um, some of the people out here that want to you know want certain guys to keep the record and this that and the other. Um, I, I'm putting Mitch Marner on the board for two plus points tonight at plus 105 right now. So um, I think he does it. I think he ties 18 game point streak, which will tie Eddie O and and Daryl Sittler. Um, but that's what I got tonight. I don't think the Sharks are pulling out a W out of their you know what's tonight. Yeah, they had their defensive effort last night against Montreal. So um, right, exactly. I, there's no value in making this uh, betting on Toronto tonight. But the value for me is the yeah. third period over. Uh, yeah. I think both teams will combine for over a goal and a half in the third period. San Jose has been tracking very successfully get, getting overs in the third period. So I think that they'll they'll find ways to score goals. Uh, so I, the only thing, and I agree with Dave, any time point for Mitch Marner, I think he continues to streak as well. But the only thing I like in that game is over a goal and a half for both teams in the third period. And maybe if you're looking at any time scorers as well, Tomas Hurdle had one point in his first five games since then, 22 and 20. So he's mm-hmm. been hot. Uh, he is minus 165 to get an anytime point against the Leafs tonight. Uh, second game that we think is going to be goals galore again is the Sabres and the Red Wings. Buffalo's plus 110, Detroit minus 135. Jeff Skinner's rolling five goals yeah. in the last four games. Uh, Dave, would you touch him? Are you looking at props in this one? How do you see this one playing out? I, you know, I was gonna go with with him tonight, and then I then I noticed he's he's like he got he goes in bunches. Um, I so I'm staying off him because of that. I think he's hit his mark for now. Might might take a couple games off from a goal scoring production perspective. But I'm jumping back on Tage Thompson. Like I'm going Tage Thompson two plus points tonight at plus two hundred because when he goes, he's also in bunches, and he had two points the other night, a goal and an assist. So I'm banking on him going after a couple more. Um, to keep that going. Because like I said, it's usually like a three, four game set. Uh, so I'm, I'm going with, uh, what, what's his name? The Big T. Uh, yeah, 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 there you go. For the Buffalo Sabres. I'm staying off the game itself. Like I, like this one, for me, if, if Tage and Skinner really get going, then all of a sudden, okay, maybe Buffalo can pull this off. Um, but Detroit's been, been steady and sturdy. So I think this, like for me, this can go either way. So I'm sticking with a Tage Thompson um prop tonight two plus points uh zach i'm with you i think uh, we're both believing in a lot of goals in this game over six and a half goal total between buffalo and detroit and what tate thompson over two and a half shots i think that would be uh, yeah, he, the guy even if he doesn't hit the back on that he's going to shoot the puck a lot so i think but i think the, i like dave I'm not sure who's going to the outcome of the game but i do think it's going to be a high scoring affair whoever yeah. set the line at two and a half for tage's shots uh <laughs> He just wants to he, – he's feeling generous. He wants to pay people yeah, out. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, so the third game, Rangers minus 120 at Ottawa plus 100. Uh, Shesterkin's been struggling. Halak hasn't won yet. Both these teams playing very loose lately. DB, is this one you look over? Are you looking at someone on the money line? What's what's your feel for Rangers and Sens? I got to hope that the Rangers – or if you're a Ranger fan, not me, uh, that the team is desperate off the last two. Right. They didn't play well against the, the Devils. And then I don't know what that was in the third period against the Edmonton <laughs> on Sunday. They just they just totally collapsed. You need to win this game. Like there's a lot of whispers of like what's going on with this team? Why aren't they playing well? You know, they went out to Anaheim and I know they hit six posts, they had 45 shots. They lost to the Ducks. Like, you can't be you can't be losing these games. Look, you're not gonna they're not gonna miss the playoffs, but they gotta play way better. And if I'm going, I'm challenging my 
a team tonight. Like, this is a wake-up call. Like, you're just – you're not playing winning hockey. The Devils outclassed them. And, they, you know, they're, they're way too – they were way too fast for them. Like, you, and, and the thing about Ottawa, though, guys, I, I saw them um, here on the West Coast. I, I know they played crappy, like, for a long stretch here. They started out okay. Then they had a really bad streak of games. They're a different team when Tam Talbot's healthy – and both Zub and Shabbat on the back line are healthy. They are a different team. They're a more competitive team. They went into Anaheim, won 5-1. They beat the Kings in overtime. Um, this is a, a better team. But I, I got to think the Rangers are desperate here to get a win and start the chat, stop the chatter about you know, their, their recent play because it hasn't been good at all. No, and it hasn't. I don't like this game at all. Um <laughs> because like I like the Rangers should win, so I'm going with them, I'm, and I'm just going straight up on the money line with them at minus one twenty. Yeah. Um, because they should beat the Ottawa Senators, but I'm just that's all I'm doing tonight. Like I like the Rangers again, they should win, but this team is that's another freaking head scratcher for me. Like I I don't understand. Like the beginning of the season they were great, and then just fell off, and they can't climb back on. So, you know. <laughs> If this was one of those shows like Shark Tank or one of those stories, like that for those reasons I'm out, like that would be You're that would be my Rangers. response to this game. But we got four games on the docket tonight, so I'm gonna stick with the Rangers on the money line in this one just so I can get some kind of um hype into this one for myself. But like Ottawa, I don't know what the hell's going on there either. So I'm just sticking with Rangers on the money line in a game that if this was a 15 game night, I would totally avoid. <laughs> DB mentioned Cam Talbot, who's been really good. He's won his last two, stopping 56 of 59, and uh, after being pulled in San Jose. And Artemi Panarin, he just broke that massive goal drive. Yeah, minus 225 for an anytime point, and he's on a three game point streak. So maybe you look at Artemi for this one. Now we're going to. Just by the way, quickly, Sheldon Keith, head coach of the Leafs, just confirmed a few minutes ago that Samsonov does get the start tonight. Okay, so maybe that changes things. First game back from injury if you're uh, looking to touch Toronto. Uh, Panarin's old team in action. They're at home against the Oilers. Edmonton's minus 225. Chicago's plus 180. The Hawks are finally starting to play like the Bedard Bowl team <laughs> that I think we thought they were going to be, right? They've walked that straight. Uh, Edmonton finally. pulled off a dramatic win against the Panthers, which we touched on earlier. Is this a game that we're all in on the Oilers? Personally, I want to go puck line on Edmonton. It's plus money. I think... You know, last last well, last two uh, last game these teams two teams played was a six five game in Chicago, um, but that was again earlier in the year when the Hawks were kind of playing above their expectations. DB, I think Edmonton just blows them out tonight. I don't trust that team. You can you can <laughs> think of them. I just, just just when you think you know the answers, they change the questions. So, yes, and look, they've had two great wins, two great wins, right? No. You know, Bouchard tars the game in five with five seconds to go. Leon wins it in overtime. They had that big rally at the Garden. I just think this game's going over. So over six minus one fifteen. I don't trust the Oilers. I really don't. They're twelve and ten. Like just when you think they're going to get on a roll, and they will. Zach, at some point, they will get on a roll. They'll win six or seven. They'll win seven straight. But again, the, Evander came missing from this team. It's an entirely different team. It's not as tough around the net. It's not as physical. Um, you would think they should win this game easily on the puck line. I don't trust them. I, I you know, they're one bad goaltending performance away from losing in this game five four. And I just don't trust them at this point. So I'll stay away from that. But I do think it's going to be high scoring. Yeah, I I got a little bit more confidence in Edmonton than Dennis does. Um, like, I, I th they should win. Like, this is – Yeah, like, they should. They should. Like, the Rangers should beat Ottawa. 
but I don't trust the Rangers right now. The Oilers should beat Chicago. I got a little bit more faith in the Oilers than I do the Rangers right now. So just because of the opponent. You'll text me around 1030 Eastern saying like, okay, yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So like, I'm not I'm not ready to say the Oils are back and they were in the race, right? That they, no. They, it's just I'm not ready to say that. And because because of games like this, Zach, like if they go out and they lay an egg, they're like, all like, right, was that much of a shock? Should I have not seen that coming? So, and that's what I'm worried about. Like, is this a trap game for the Oilers because it's in Chicago? Like, so for I'm staying off – like who's winning and and puck line and money line, all that. I'm staying off that tonight, but what I am doing, I'm going for two special props here tonight. So I'm going with the Oilers to score a power play goal in this game. It's minus 200. It's nothing sexy, but I, I mean, still, you're still going to cash and and the Oilers on the power play against the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, I, I think, I think that's a no brainer for me, but I'm doing that one. And then I'm also going for a power play goal in the first period um, at plus 120. So I got I got a couple here on special teams that I like for the Oilers. Um, although power play, I think it's just wide open uh, on anyone, but it'll probably go Edmonton's way. So I'll cash in twice, get go for the little two-for-one on that one. But, um, again, the only worry I have from Edmonton's side is, is this a trap game? And it's Chicago. Maybe they're due for some kind of surprising win. I don't know. I'm again. I'm just staying off it. I'm going with the, the the two team props in this one. So that's the final game of the night. That's the Oilers and the Blackhawks. Uh, just to wrap up quickly here, best bet for the night. We'll start with you, Dave. Mitch Marner. He's going to do it. He's going to tie the record. 18 goals. I'll be there tonight. Um, and if he doesn't, I'll throw beer on the. No, I won't do that. I'm not. This isn't. It's not Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, but I think Mitch ties it up. And not only am I that confident, I'm going with two points, um, two plus points tonight, and at plus money, plus 105, for Mitch to tie the Leafs streak, um, 18 games in a row. So uh, for me, that's that's the easy one for me. Uh, best bet, Zach, uh, Rangers, desperate team. They win tonight in Ottawa. Uh, I had an actually additional second prop. I'm with Dave. Anytime point for Marner and also the league's leading scoring defenseman, Eric Carlson in the same game will get an anytime point as well. There you go. There we go. Let's see it. Uh, for me, Buffalo, Detroit over six and a half. Buffalo has uh, either scored or given up five goals or more <laughs> in four of their last five. They're just, you know, they're, it's a barn burner every time the same. They're entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, we talk about this every week. Even if it doesn't hit, it's the smart play to play that. Yes, uh, 100%. We've been, burned, we've been burned a lot. So the NHL is very unpredictable, like Dave mentioned earlier. Listen, you, you, let's you not talk about go. my bets from last week. Let's not talk about oh my those. God. Yeah, that was a rough one for you. But, look, that's night. the beauty of this, right? You can do these on night. Wednesdays, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, exactly. um, you're not going to come out hitting a home run every night. But, I mean, I have been. But It's a golden sombrero. It wasn't even a home run. Yeah. <laughs> Mine <laughs> that was, was a nice one for you last week. But, um, hey. Go with the smart money, throw out a few out there, yeah. and stay off the ones that you're just uh, not sure about, like Edmonton, Chicago. <laughs> I just – I'm staying off picking a winner in that one. But whatever. For me, it's not even about Edmonton being good. It's just about Chicago being that bad. Like losing yeah, – one. Yeah. Yeah. Nine of ten, seven in a row. I don't trust them. I know you guys don't trust the Oilers. I don't either. Why would I trust the Oilers at this point? But I just trust, I I trust Chicago. 
Here's the thing about Chicago, though. Like, they're playing hard for for Luke Richardson. They're they're not – like, they're they're overmatched, like, pound for pound on the roster. I I worry about those games because if you're competing and you're trying, and they are, they haven't – like he said, brand new coach, I got to quit on the coach. They are competing. That's the one thing that I get I get worried about. Did they keep it close? Did they find a way? Did they get some good goaltending? Because they they haven't – like, they don't come out in the first 10 minutes, oh, we're going to lose this game. Like, I, I don't see that from this team, even though it's been really bad over the last 10 days. All right, so that is the recap on our best bets, our best props, and the four games. Also recapping Tuesday night's games. It was madness on the Tuesday night NHL docket. Thanks for joining us on Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Edgework. You can also check us out on Twitter, wherever you're watching. Make sure to join us again tomorrow, and we will see you then. 